Welcome, ladies and gents, to the first ever Sire Says podcast. Um, I am Rob Sire, of course. Um, you probably know me. You can't see me right now. Um, but I'm pretty sure if you're watching this, you've probably watched some of my other content. I, of course, run uh, my gaming channel, which is called Rob Sire Gaming. Um, if you haven't subbed to it, please do. I will leave a, a, a link in the description. Um, and, yeah, this is... Yeah, so I should probably explain... Um, how this has come to be. So a little bit of a backstory slash mini life story. Don't worry, I won't bore you. But basically, I have a degree in creative writing and journalism. Um, my main sort of long-term goal really is to be a sports journalist, ideally. But obviously, I'm always open to other areas of journalism. Um, in the past sort of three, four years since I graduated, I've taken it upon myself to start building myself a little portfolio, so I've done like blogs, which there are links to in my about section of the channel, um, I've done sort of, I've done internship with 90 min, I'm sure a lot of you know it, and uh, yeah, I decided to do something which I feel like would be quite good, which is this podcast, so yes, welcome to Sizes Podcasts, um, I should stress that this isn't just an exclusively football podcast channel, this is going to be quite an open podcast channel we're going to talk about a range of topics so today we are going to talk about football but you know as I said besides football we you know we talk about sort of all kinds of things you know any everything from sports to health to films obviously it depends you know podcast to podcast um but I think you guys will like it I think you guys will enjoy it. I'm certainly going to enjoy doing it um and yeah I look forward to bringing you all sorts of content but in terms of today's podcast the debut podcast we are talking about a very, very, very controversial topic. It's currently the 18th of April, about 10 o'clock at night. And this topic has caused all sorts of outrage, all sorts of opinions. There's so much to talk about on this topic. And we're going to try and break down a lot of things about this. I am going to be doing this podcast solo, um, but in future we will be having guests as much as possible. I've got at least two guests lined up, so it'll be good. Um, today, we are going to be talking about the European Super League. It's uh, it's something that has caused outrage, to say the least. Um, so the European Super League is a proposed Super League, right? And this league will contain 12 big European clubs. I say big European clubs, rich European clubs, uh, breaking away from their respective domestic leagues and entering one Super League. Uh, this, the teams in this league will be, if it goes ahead, will be, so Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool, who are my team, and believe me, I've got a lot to say about them in terms of this matter. Man City, United, Tottenham, and then you've got Atletico, Barca, Real from Spain, and then the two Milan sides from Italy, and Juventus. So as it stands, um, they are the 12 teams. Um, it's currently, as I said, about 10 o'clock. So, from what I hear, there's supposed to be some sort of announcement, but nothing's come out as yet. So if anything does come up during this podcast, I will bring it up. But yeah, so from what we've learned, um, this the 12 clubs in question have basically signed up to say, you know, given a letter of intent to say, yeah, we want to do this. We want to make this happen. And as a Liverpool fan, I'm, I'm pretty pissed about it, to be honest. Um... Part of my French, but I'm yeah, I'm not pleased about this at all. And there's a lot of reasons. Um, I mean, there's one big, big reason. That is that is the motivation 
to doing this, you know, um, and one big motivation about this, pardon me, you know, for all 12 clubs is greed. There's no, there's no way of sugarcoating it, it's greed. Because think about it, right? You're going to have these 12 glamorous teams, teams with rich history, rich bank accounts, right? Every week you're going to have games like Liverpool City, you know, um, Barcelona and Liverpool, Man City and Real Madrid, Juventus and, you know, um, Man United. Every single week, you know, there's obviously opportunity for, you know, big broadcast deals, um, big ticket sales, you know, because people will go to that, even though people are against it. If this does go ahead, people will go to these games and there's the opportunity to make a lot of money. And that's the problem is that this is, this feels like it's purely motivated by money. It's not, the fans aren't sort of being considered about, you know, in this kind of decision. It is all money. It's all about what games make the most money. Okay, bang. You know, leave your leagues where you're, you know, where you've got all the other kind of, you know, average teams if you like and come play the elite you know you join be be the elitist and it's like no no it's 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 terrible it's shocking it's it's disrespectful to the leagues in question because you know that, that's what will happen is that you know if 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 this does go ahead and the, the big six teams do join this league they won't be in the premier league no more no more you know there'll be no big six in the premier league you know You'll have like, you know, Villa, West Ham, those sort of teams be playing to win the league because they'll be unopposed by the big sides. Do you remember when Leicester won the Premier League, 5,000 to 1 odds? You know, that was remarkable because you had that big six and they overcame all those teams to, you know, pull off one of the biggest upsets in not just football, but sporting history. That'll become a regular basis, you know, because that competition's taken away. I'm not saying, right, that I enjoy the same five, four or five teams being up there every season. I'm not saying that. But each of those teams brings a level of competition, a standard. You know, they, 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 in their leagues, they, you know, play the best football and they earn a certain amount of points and qualify for other things, you know, the Champions League, Europa League. So when they're in these competitions, having these big games, those PSGs, those Bayern Munich visits, you know, they earn the right to have those games. I mean, look at West Ham and Leicester this season. You know, those two teams might be in the Champions League next year. That's crazy. You know, imagine West Ham, you know, imagine Mbappe and Neymar coming to, to Stratford to play a Champions League game. West Ham earned the right to play that. In this Super League, it's, you know, that's going to be every week, mate. You know, Liverpool and, you know, Man City, Liverpool and Juventus, Liverpool and um, Barcelona, Atletico, Milan, Juventus. That's going to be a weekly basis. And what did we do to earn it? We had the most money. That's not right. You know, it, it does. Even as a Liverpool fan, it makes me sick. I would make. I'd rather take games against Brentford and Swansea every few weeks, right? You know, and earn the right to have those elite games. It's it, it it's madness, and it, it does make me think that, you know, what what are the players thinking about this? What does the likes of Mo Salah and Jordan Henderson think about this? Because yeah, they're playing great players every week, but at the same time, you know what. What's the end game of all this? That's what I've got to ask. What is the end game of all this? Like I was saying with the Premier League, right? You know, when you finish one, two, three, four, you know, wherever you finish, you know, fifth, sixth, whatever, you earn the right to go and play European football, to have those big nights, to go on those cup runs. You know, in this European Super League, there'll be none of that. You'll be playing the exact same 11 teams every year. That's the reality. The same teams every single year. 
There's going to be no relegation. So you could finish bottom with, with one point. Worse than Derby County 2008. And there'll be no repercussions. You're going to be playing the same teams, the same standard of football, the same level next year. You know, imagine, imagine that. Imagine Arsenal finishing like 18th in the Premier League and just coming back again the next season. It's like, okay, cool. What's the point? You know, there's essentially entering this league, right, would have no risk factor, right? There's money being pumped into this by these big clubs. Right, you could play the worst, be the worst team by a landslide, lose every game. You could literally finish bottom with no points, and you've not lost anything. You know, it, it, where's the motivation going to be for the players? Okay, they could win the Super League, but they're not going to be in the Champions League. They're not going to be in the Europa League. They're not going to go to the Club World Cup. Not, there's nothing. You've not. You know, if you if you finish bottom of the league, if you have a terrible season, you've not lost anything. What's the point? Like, what is the actual point in all this? What? You know, when I watch Liverpool play in the Premier League, the Champions League, every game is like, I want us to win this because, you know, we're playing for the title. We're playing to qualify for the Champions League. We're playing to win the Champions League. Every game is crucial. But if this was a Super League and, you know, we're playing PSG, you know, not PSG, um, Juventus next, they've got Milan next. It's like, okay, it's a good game, but what, what are we aiming towards? Because this, you know, if I've understood it correctly, the league would work in kind of a, a weird, like, knockout format at the end of the season. But, okay, you win it, but then what? Do you know what I mean? Then what? Where's the joy? Where's the pride of, of winning? We achieved this. Okay, you might, yeah, you win it, but then you're going to be doing the exact same thing next season against the exact same players, the same team. I can't, I can't understand it. And it's understandable that a lot of the leagues are against this. Because it is privilege kicking in. It's, it's arrogance from the clubs. You know, that they think this is a good idea. That they're willing to walk away from years of history, years of competition, the current competition. Think about how if the big six walk, from the, walk away from the Premier League. How would that affect the Premier League going forward? Imagine being someone like Brentford. Yeah. Or, um, you know, Swansea, Cardiff or... Who's someone that's not been in the Premier League? Imagine someone like Bristol City, right? Come up to the Premier League. You know, one of the reasons these teams fight against the Premier League is not just for money, but to have those trips to Anfield, to Old Trafford, to have those big games, to have those big players come. That's serious revenue. You know, if you've got like Mo Salah and stuff at Upton, Upton, Upton Park, what's it called? The Bristol City Stadium, um, Ashton Gate. You know, that's serious revenue. Those, those are the games those teams look forward to. When they, you know, that's not going to happen because there's going to be no big six because they're doing their own thing, making God knows how much, playing the same big sides every week. You know, where's the where's the thrill going to be? You know, where's the competition going to be at? You know, especially if you know Liverpool and them are gone. You know, you're Aston Villa, West Ham, for a challenge for the title, Leicester. You know, but where's the achievement going to be for those teams? Oh, you know, yeah, we're Wolves and we we won the Premier League, but. You know, you beat teams at more or the same standard. You know, like I said, what made the Leicester title victory so great is the amount of competition they had to face to do what they did. You know, West Ham qualifying top four, considering the teams that they could potentially beat to that position. <clears throat> Pardon me, sorry. There'll be none of that. There'll be none of that if that goes ahead. And it completely takes away from the integrity of the competition. And, you know, it's understandable that the leagues have rebelled against this completely. Um, I mean, Syria are holding... I'm looking at it in front of me here. So Syria are holding an emergency meeting to talk about this. 
Um, the Premier League have quickly condemned this. Um, I know Gary Neville went on Sky earlier today and absolutely ripped into the clubs. Even United, he ripped into them, and, and with good reason, because you know they're not only turning their back on the Premier League, they're turning their back on fans. Like I said, these big, big you know, European games... You know, the reason we enjoy them so much because they're big occasions. The likes of Barcelona, PSG, Bayern, you know, we look forward to these games because they don't come around once in a you know, they don't, you know, they don't come around all the time. You know, it's a big game when they happen. But if it's happening every week, you, you know, what what what's the end game? What what okay, it's good money, but what is it for the fans? What what do the fans get out of this? You know, and, and that's what I think has been neglected here is the fans, like especially like myself. Do I want to watch Liverpool play PSG and Bayern every week knowing that we might win the league, but then nothing's going to happen. We're not going to be in the Champions League, but we're not playing for anything else. You know, what? what is the point? What is the actual point? It, 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 it's ludicrous. It's, it's greed. I think the fans have been completely neglected. Uh, you know, I think FIFA have have sort of distanced themselves from this. They want nothing to do with it. They are unhappy with the idea. And they've said that, you know, players, potentially players that do take part in this could be banned from, from taking part in the World Cup and the Euros. So again, what do the players get out of this? They potentially don't get to play for their countries. They win a pointless competition. There's nothing at stake for them. They're not going to get relegated. They're not going to lose any money. It's, it's disgraceful. It, it, it will kill the game. It will kill the game. It will kill... The passion for the game, you know, think about especially as a local fan, you know, we waited 30 years to win the league, you know, we're, you know, but, you know, the, the passion that we had when we won that league, you know, sometimes to say, okay, we want to do this again, that won't be there, you know, because we're playing a load of foreign teams every week, it's the same big names, it'll get boring, you know, it, it, I think the idea of it is, you know, we're all big games, Big players constantly facing each other, but it's like there's no there's no end game here. There really isn't. I just I don't understand where, barring the financial gain, I don't understand where the you know where where this goes really for for the clubs for the fans. I think it's a waste of time, um, and it's a joke. Quite frankly, it really is a joke. Um, you know, and I think I feel sorry, you know, for for the other clubs because let's not forget this is a time, you know, where a lot of clubs, especially in COVID, have have been forced to to make ends meet. You know, a lot of clubs have shut down, stuff, have serious financial problems because of obviously lack of fans and cancellation of leagues, stuff like that. You know, genuinely struggling, and here, you know, these big clubs are saying, oh, you know, we're going to start this mega money, probably billion pound you know, European Super League, you know, walking away from history, you know, Liverpool, for example, you know, wait 30 years to win the league, you know, one of our best teams probably in recent time, and we're going to walk away from that to compete in a pointless, waste of time league, which is going to get boring very quickly, going to get repetitive, um, and even thinking about us playing in this league is making me feel a bit sick, because it's, it's bloody pointless, it, it really is, absolutely pointless you know the, and one that we haven't really spoken about as well in terms of the fans is ticket prices how much tickets going to be for these sort of games you know the, you know clubs like Juventus and PSG was visiting 
uh, I was going to say Wanfield there, <laughs> Anfield sort of every sort of two weeks, you know, what, you know, how, you know, how much are they going to get charged for that? I mean, bear in mind, it's about £65 for just a Premier League ticket. And we're talking for a game sort of against like, you know, Sheffield United or West Brom. So what on earth are they going to charge for games against, you know, um, AC Milan, Juventus, Real Madrid, Barcelona? I dread to think, to be honest. Um, I just think, you know, everything that's gone on with this European Super League, the fans have just been completely neglected. This is a selfish, um, purely financially motivated idea, and it will kill the game. There's no secret. It will kill the game, um, both for fans and and the leagues as well. As I said, you know, you know the the. What makes football so great is the potential gain, but the potential loss, you know. With this league, there would be none of that. You know, you've got the footballing pyramid, not just in England, but in most countries. Pardon me. You know, you know, teams making the rise from lower tier to top tier, sometimes even the other way. But it, it makes it unpredictable. Things can constantly change. And I think change is good, obviously. Speaking of change, this has kind of coincided with... Uh, UEFA announcing changes, potential changes to the Champions League format, which I'm not totally against. I do like the current format, but they are talking about introducing a new 36-team format where it'd be like one league, like a Swiss format, which I don't fully understand, to be brutally honest. But I'm okay with that because I don't mind a sort of rough change in the competition. But teams walking away from years of history, from their domestic leagues, to this purely money-based, financial, pointless league, you know, is, is just horrendous. A league where there's no risk, you know, there's no sort of journey to be made. There's no satisfaction out of any of this. You know, we, we love these stories of teams coming up, going down. You know, as I said, you know, one of the best things about football is, is watching teams climb up the divisions, you know, go on these epic journeys. There'll be none of that in the Super League. There'll be none of that. You know, because it will probably, you know, in all, you know, in, in truth, any of these teams could realistically win it. But there's no surprise about it. Oh, Barcelona won it. Yeah, it's Barcelona or, or Liverpool or City. You know, it, it's ridiculous. And another thing I think we need to talk about as well is some of the other teams in this. You know, these elite clubs, Arsenal and Spurs. Are joining this this elite, you know European Super League. Let's not forget, right? That <laughs> they're so ridiculous. Let's not forget, right? That Arsenal have not played a single minute of Champions League football in four years. Spurs haven't won a trophy in almost thirteen years. Obviously, they could change that this you know next Sunday, but they've not touched silverware in thirteen years. So how do they qualify as a super as a European Super League team? You know. Tell me how, you know, how that would, you know, how they qualify. You know, they finished sixth last year. They're probably, they might even finish lower than that this year. So how do they qualify of, of as a European Super League side? You know, just because they've got money. And, you know, it, it starts to wonder, like, where where the competition is here. You know, why why is this now no longer being based on competition? Why is this just becoming about which teams have the most money and it, it is absolutely disgraceful and I mean I could go on about the whole money point for about six hours and you know we're not here to do that you know um, we're here to 
I mean, I am here to pretty much lambast this absolutely ridiculous idea, but I don't want to go on about the whole money thing um, forever. Um, but, man, it, it is probably the worst, single-handedly, the worst idea I've had. I mean, as I said, I, I have no problem with with competitions being freshened up. Like, I know that the World Cup's going to be expanded, isn't it, in about, I think, eight years or something like that. I think after this next one in Qatar, I think it will be expanded. I have no issue with that, adding more teams, giving teams a chance to do well. That's kind of the idea with the new Champions League format. I don't mind that. I don't think many people mind it. I think a lot of people like the format as it is now, but I think if it gives loads of teams a chance to make it more competitive, that's okay. The European Super League does the exact opposite. It takes away the competition because teams no longer have to earn the right to be there. You know, they just got given that spot because they have money, because they said, we have money, we want to do this, bang, we'll do it. You know, there's no... It, it, like I said, it's a privilege and it's absolutely... Quite frankly, it's absolutely disgusting and appalling and... I just pray that this doesn't go ahead. I mean, I know there's going to be um, a lot of kind of backlash to this from the league and stuff. And I'm just looking here and no kind of announcements have been made. So I'm not going to wait up for one. Um, but all we can hope is that this just doesn't go ahead. But I just want to say that as a Liverpool fan, I'm bitterly disappointed um, in the club, you know, for taking part in this. And to be quite blunt, if if a Super League does go ahead and we do join this farce, then I certainly won't be joining it um, in terms of watching the games, you, you know, because what makes like the Premier League so great is that it doesn't matter if you're playing Burnley or Manchester United or Swansea or whatever. Every game is crucial. Every game is unpredictable. Every game is different. You know, there's some games that on paper are easy and they turn out to be easy. There's some tough games. But every team is different. You know, you've got to have a bit of variety. That's what makes competition. Competition is not, here's the best 12 teams, the richest 12 teams, scrap it out. And by the way, it makes a load of money on the way. That is not how things work. You know, you need to earn the right to be considered, you know, a, a European giant, to be a contender, a champion, and, you know... This European Super League just offers the complete opposite of all of that. Another thing I think it questions as well, and I don't know if this has really been spoken about, but what would transfers be like if this Super League goes ahead? Would teams, you know, would players, sorry, want to go to teams like Man City, where then, you know, they're going to be playing the exact same teams every year? There's going to be no Champions League, no, not even any Europa League. You know, as a young player, you want exposure to, you know, European competition, to playing the big games. Yeah, there'll be big games, but there'll be nothing really at stake for them. You know, I mean, and on top of that, you know, as I said before, potentially they run the risk of not being able to be playing in World Cups or Euros, which is the dream of, of most players growing up and stuff. So as a player potentially being snapped up at one of these clubs, someone like Erling Harden, for example, being at one of these big clubs, where's the appeal for him to go and play in this European Super League? Why would someone like him want to go play there because at the moment from the outside looking in you would say this seems a bit pointless for me and I don't I wouldn't blame them you know I mean it, it's just a farce it really is 
an absolute farce. And I just absolutely pray that you know that these clubs see sense and either withdraw this letter of intent and whatever. But it's just one of those things we'll just have to we'll just have to see. Unfortunately, um, I mean, there's only so much more I can really say without reverting to the same point. But yeah, man, I just. I just hope that we all, you know, all the clubs see sense that we never see that this idea never sees the light of day. Really, um, yes, it's a travesty, mate. But I'm gonna call it there, guys. Um, you know, I'm sorry it's a bit of a shorter podcast today, but I think this is I think this is one of those topics where there's only so much you can say before you end up just repeating yourself, really. Um, so hopefully you've enjoyed what I've had to say. Um, as I said, I will be getting some more guests on for future podcasts and discussing a further range of topics. Um, but do let me know what you think of this topic. Do you think the Europe, the European Super League is a bad idea? Do you think it's, you might think it's a good idea? Hit me up. We could potentially have a little chat about it, but you know, I think I've made my feelings very clear. Um, let me know what you thought of the podcast um, I know it'll be far from beautiful but everyone starts out somewhere um, as I said we'll be talking about a range of other um, topics so yeah lads um, thank you for watching like comment subscribe don't forget to share it around and let me know what topics you'd like to like for me to discuss uh, I've got to say being a gaming youtuber I found this surprisingly hard <laughs> I've got to say, um, I did think I'd find this a lot easier, but I think it probably didn't help that I was completely on my own. So, you know, I have got a guest lineup for the next episode, so I look forward uh, to recording it with him. Uh, you'll see who it is uh, nearer the time. I think you all know who it is. You'll recognise him. So, yeah, I look forward to that. But, yeah, have a, have a good one, lads, and uh, thank you for listening. See you later.